0: You guys are so fucking American, it's ridiculous <laughs> Is that American?
1: I love it It's a, it's a huge compliment she oh. just gave us, Jeremy She was, she was beaten to death <laughs> with a hammer She was she was oh, be- oh, beaten God. to death with a hammer in the in the head
2: How big was this guy's dick?
1: Nope, this is Michael and Jeremy Steal Your Podcast I just well. Found-
0: Yes. Hey Christy, how's it going? Um yeah, I'm good. I'm awake at the time of Where the morning. where's everybody else? Where's Richard and is it just us? Um, We're we'll, we'll both still asleep, of course. Um Celeste is away, I think, and Richard's supposed to be here, but he's always late, you know that. Like, oh, piece of shit. Yeah, probably at his one of his at supremacist meetings, you know. Oh yeah, most definitely. I hear Canada has a lot of those. I don't know what it is with Canadians; they seem to be very lovely and friendly. But once you really get to know them, they're a little bit scary.
3: Yeah, they they definitely have the skeletons in the closet. That's for sure. Speaking of yeah. closet, ugh.
1: Oh, I was waiting for the moment for you to say a word that was germane with closet, you know, so something stuffy. like that, like Richard. Richard needs to come out of the closet, something oh my like God. that. <coughs>
2: Oh my god, what has just happened, Christy? It (laughs) smells like mothballs. Uh,
1: Yeah, you guys keep way, way too many sex toys in that closet. I mean, it kept us... What the hell has
3: Richard been keeping in that closet?
1: Oh, it's Richard's closet. That makes a lot of sense, actually. There was (laughs) was actually a lot of racist stuff in there, too.
2: Mike, I I stubbed my toe (laughs) on a butt plug that had a swastika on the back of it.
1: Ew. (laughs) Well, anyway, we're here to steal your podcast. Hell yeah! What?
2: Oh my god. Mike, I think they want us to steal their podcast.
1: You're you're, you're accepting. Is that that what I'm understanding? You're you're very accepting. You realize we're stealing, stealing the word I was stealing your podcast.
0: Yeah, sure. Oh, is it really stealing if I let it happen?
1: No, it's not. I'm confused now. (laughs) They're taking the joy out of it, Jeremy. I don't even know
2: if I (laughs) want to do it anymore. I don't even know if
1: I want to steal this anymore. What perfect defense? (sighs) Wait, that's they don't want us to steal it. That's why they're telling us to steal it. It's a
2: psychological (gasps)
1: game. They're ladies.
2: They know how to play the
1: mind games
2: What are they going to do We're going to steal the podcast and then they're going to cry And then we'll feel bad and give it back You think that's what the game is I don't
1: know Jeremy but I guess we're going to find out
2: Ah, Let's do it Mike
1: And Jeremy Still Your Podcast, where we do your podcast better, faster, stronger, and hornier. Hey, Jeremy.
2: Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, buddy?
1: Good. We have some hostages today.
2: I don't know. They seem pretty willing.
1: Uh, nope. They're hostages. Okay. They're being kept against their will.
2: I think that's a kink thing.
1: The <laughs> handcuffs that they allowed me to put on them are very strong.
2: It's weird that they had them already.
1: So we are joined by Sarah and Christy from the Unethical Podcast. Welcome.
3: Heyo. How's it going?
1: Hi. So who's who?
3: I'm Sarah, otherwise referred dingus. to as the Dingus.
1: Yeah. The Dingus.
0: Oh, well, her last name's Dingus, and it's a, a in Australia, it's actually a term for someone who's a little bit silly. So we we just call her Dingus. It's an unfortunate
2: name. Yeah. Might cause those people <laughs> retards, but I tell them we can't say that word anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, so, well, so in we, the we, south we, Dingus we... is synonymous for that too.
2: Yeah. Hey, what part of the South They've
0: are you in? i <clears throat> <throat> I'm in Tennessee.
1: Oh, okay. Where were you going to say, Christy?
0: I was just about. I, it doesn't matter. I forgot.
1: <laughs> Damn. I, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I know you're. You're in Australia, and uh, the the lag on the call is a little bit uh, higher than normal because you're so you're on the other side of the fucking planet. Which is amazing that we can do stuff like this. It makes me very very happy.
2: Yes. Because I'm
0: I'm upside down and also in the future. So.
2: What does it say in the papers for Florida tomorrow? Can you give us the forecast?
1: Yeah.
0: We um, don't get American newspapers. It's
1: because you're not trying, Christy! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're actually, uh, this, is, this is one of the rare opportunities where we're actually going to have the, uh, well, some, Richard's not here, we have some of the hosts from the original show joining us on, uh, uh, I guess, us doing their podcast.
2: Super stoked to be here. What's that look, Jeremy? I was looking at the board, Mike, it's dancing. What's dancing? Oh. We got guests. We do have guests. Are you ready for this, guys?
1: Mmm. Oh. Yeah. And they all got naked.
2: Well, I showed up this
1: way. Michael got naked. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm naked now, and that's just going to have to stay like that. I'm going to have to read this.
2: Actually, Mike never gets naked. He's a never nude. He's one of those guys that wears his boxers when he takes a shower.
1: No, I just immediately put them on oh. because I don't like being naked.
2: You don't fan yourself off after a shower? What does that mean? It's like you turn what? on a fan and you let the, you dry after you use a towel. No. You finish drying with a fan. Am I crazy? Who does,
0: who does that? I, who does that? Me. No one does that. <laughs> no. I, I,
2: I exist. I'm a person. <laughs>
1: so, so I have a wonderful, wonderful series of murders to go over with everyone today.
2: Oh, wow. oh.
1: so um, I, I have not I have not done uh, a murder story it was actually <laughs> surprisingly difficult because <laughs> I'm, I'm no, not we a, make it look easy yes you do uh, and then the jokes that uh, that happen on your guys show I'm like
2: how am I gonna joke about this <laughs> <laughs> how am I gonna make this funny <laughs> I, I think I
0: can
1: help I need your help.
0: That's fine. That's, that's
1: why just, I have. Just
0: leave it to us.
1: I needed <laughs> the experts where... on. Yes, I needed you guys on because I could not carry the team in this scenario. Um, so, why don't we just dive right into it, guys?
2: Tell me about this murder.
1: March 24th, 1984. Karen Slattery is 14 years old. She's a freshman at Pope John Paul II High School. That's a very long name for a high school, and it's also one of those weird names. You know what I mean?
2: That's what they gotta pay for all the letters. It to also, go on the side of the bed. yeah. It, it
1: reminds me of that Eddie Eddie Azard sketch where it's like Pope John Paul, then is Pope John Paul George, and then Pope John Paul George and Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this take this took uh, the she's she's in Boca Raton, Florida. Ooh. Very local to us, Jeremy.
2: That was actually one of my backup places to live. I told you about this. Yeah. Boca Raton is famous for Boca's its, nice uh, <clears throat> for its divorcees. Yeah. And the, the Lamborghinis. older oh. older ladies with their dead husbands' money. Yep. You can make killing down there as a pool boy.
1: Killing. Funny topical. <laughs> <laughs> she was she, this uh, this this Karen Slattery, this fourteen year old girl, she was asked by William and Carolyn, Carolyn Carolyn. William and Carolyn Helm, if she could babysit their two children for the evening, which she agreed. Wait, she
2: wanted to... Be, hey, neighbor, can I
1: she agreed, babysit your she, child? She agreed to babysitting these... Uh, the, I'm, I'm assuming they're friends of the family or mm. something. Uh, so, or, or she had a babysitting business, and they, off, they asked for her business, and she agreed. But these two people, William and Carolyn Helm, asked if she could babysit their two children for the evening, which she agreed. Uh, She arrived at their house in Delray Beach. Uh, Children were seven and two, although another article said seven and three, so I'm including both in there. (laughs) Uh, At 10 p.m. that evening, Karen had spoken with her mother on the phone, assuring her that uh, she was alone in the house because she was definitely not allowed to have visitors over while she was babysitting. But, however, unfortunately, she did not realize that she was lying to her mother when she made that statement.
2: Oh, I just shit myself.
1: (laughs) When the Helms arrived home shortly after midnight, they found some of Karen's belongings next to the TV in the living room and a very large pool of blood in the kitchen with drag marks leading up the stairs into the master bedroom. They immediately called the police. And when they arrived, they found the body of Karen Slattery lifeless. Her blouse was folded up to cover her face. Hmm. Where are the jokes, guys? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, at least she was at least the, the perpetrator was kind enough to cover her face so she didn't have to witness what was about to
2: occur to her. <clears throat> that's, a, that's an interesting take. I, I was much more morbid in my thinking that the thing was pulled up over her face for nefarious reasons. Oh, it gets
1: worse.
0: You would, you would assume that it's about to get worse. <laughs> Jesus.
1: The whole thing oh just God. continues to get Mike, worse. where'd you find the
2: story and how long did you research it and are you okay?
1: Um, it was it was it was a long lonely road. <laughs> so when the helms arrived, they found all that stuff. <laughs> Lieutenant Rick Lincoln was one Ooh, of the. That's a
2: good strong name. It
1: is a strong name. I there's, like. Actually, that. there's a few strong names in this article. Rick Lincoln. Uh, well, the seven articles that I read to put this together. Uh, Imagine
2: being saved by a Rick Lincoln. I'd feel so safe. He picked me up in Sounds his big like strong a boom arms. Sounds like name. <laughs> <It does> so. <laughs> he picked me up with his big strong dick. Uh, <laughs> the hog, Lieutenant Rick Lincoln, was assigned
1: to the case. Uh, he stated it was the worst case he had ever, he would ever work in his thirty seven years as a cop. Oh, the Luke. children that she was babysitting were unharmed throughout the entire ordeal, even though there is evidence that the killer had repeatedly walked into their room. To make sure that they were still asleep, uh, Jeez. the coroner had found eighteen stab wounds on Karen Slattery's body: eight in her back, six on her neck, and four cutting the front of her throat. The coroner also believed that she had lost consciousness in the kitchen, and then she was dragged upstairs and then raped.
2: Definitely, she didn't kill herself. No, it was not a suicide. <laughs> she she was she was at the top. Oh, you don't
0: know. Yeah, you she, don't know. She could have been at the top. Could have been really, really like. She was like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this right. I am not
1: coming back. Months of planning. (laughs) (laughs) She
2: she could have accidentally pricked her finger in the kitchen and then slipped on the blood and then just continued to slip and stab herself (laughs) on her way up the stairs. (laughs) A series of unfortunate events. I'm I'm sure you would know
0: very much about slipping over and things ending up in places that they shouldn't.
2: Mike? What? (laughs) I believe that was directed towards you. Nope. (laughs) Incorrect.
1: <laughs> so the police began their investigation and started gathering evidence. Uh, they found that the killer had cut the screen of the window of the master bedroom, most likely using the same knife that he used to stab her. Which? What's going on
2: with the kids? Where are the kids?
1: The kids were fine.
2: They were just in their room? Sleeping. A sli- what? Yeah. Was she
1: Or they mute? were... Who? Was the she ch- mute? The children or...
2: The uh, <laughs> ca- uh, slattery.
1: Well, she was... Stabbed a bunch of times downstairs in the kitchen
2: where it echoes,
1: and uh, there's a very good chance that it all being in the neck would make it very difficult for her to scream. That's probably why he went for the neck.
2: That's weird. I thought maybe the back was the first stab for some reason. Well, I there the was back was the beginning. Well, what was it? And then it was, he was um, like, please stop, <laughs> please stop making noises.
1: Who, who was it? There was like that actor that said. No, you always stab in the back where the lungs are. It deflates them and they're unable to scream. And we're like, that's weird that you know that. Do you need a hug? Sir Ian McKellen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart. What a weird thing to say.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, so the... Maybe the
0: kids were in on it.
1: Oh no, we're not doing that. Uh, you know,
2: I did think <laughs> I didn't doing you, that? You, you I, guys I did, do that
1: all the time. We're not doing that. I did no, I did
2: think that's funny you brought that up because I was like, what a sloppy job. That many stabs. You said eighteen. Eighteen. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot.
1: It you know? is overzealous. How
2: deep are the stabs? I mean, is it from a weak child's arm? Are those weak children muscles stabbing? No. Well, Multiple I feel like attempts. a
0: seven year old wouldn't have been able to drag her. Upstairs, and
1: then raper, her.
2: But a seven, yeah, well, a seven year old. I mean, nothing comes out, but you definitely started jacking off when you were seven, Mike. I've known you my whole life.
1: No, <laughs> I was a late bloomer. You
2: remember how you used to lay in the tub on your back and let the water touch your dick? I didn't. To, I didn't find remember?
1: orgasms till I was fourteen.
2: Oh wow. Anyway, well, that's for another podcast. Moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll save that for Patreon.
1: Uh, so the no,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't have anything for that. I'm way too gay for that. So let's move on. <laughs>
1: Gay people don't have orgasms, Jeremy. <laughs> I
0: didn't know that. I've, I've been enlightened. <laughs> no, 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 Oh no, we have us ladies.
2: I mean, water doesn't have w- do. water doesn't have a gender. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, that's true. But yeah, no, I'm talking about. I'm I, look just male orgasms and ejaculation. I, let's just. I it's too way too early in the morning for me for that. I a think three-inch I, blade, I, I Jeremy, think they, I think was used
1: to cut.
2: It the shoot screen. You can probably of the your master bedroom window. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I I put a towel on my chest, but oops, it hit my chin. I think they're fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the same knife, Are you thought one of those
0: to bu- guys that used to play used to play the circle of death with their with their friends.
2: What's that? Do you guys did. Oh no. Okay. Is that when you all Definitely come on a biscuit? Podcast. Is that when you no. all come on a biscuit?
1: Ew. I I've heard that. It's gross.
2: Isn't that what Limp Biscuit named their band after? Yes, they did. Jizzing on a cookie or a crisp or whatever. Cookie crisp.
1: Cookie crisp.
2: Right. So there was a three-inch blade.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was used to cut through the. Uh, it was believed to be a three-inch blade, a pocket knife, which was also the uh, murder weapon, and uh, probably the same knife he used to cut through the screen to get to the master Why bedroom. Why are you
2: saying he? It's. It... The killer I that. just think in these times you shouldn't be
1: Well, it's a he, Jeremy. <laughs> Spoilers. <alert. laughs> i ruined it.
2: Spoilers.
1: Well, he did rape and her he with his penis, so.
2: Well, I mean, girls can have penises <laughs> these days.
0: He definitely wasn't he definitely wasn't compensating for something with his three-inch blade.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Step it up, murderer.
1: That's not a knife. This is a knife.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: <God. laughs> there you go. All That's right. Set you up for
1: that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the knife was never found though. Uh they did find blood-soaked towels and uh and bathroom rugs and there was actually evidence that the killer fucking showered before leaving.
2: He's a clean guy.
1: Oh. Um the only actual was there a a- fan? The <laughs>
2: just wait,
1: you mean like someone <laughs> slow clapping in the corner?
2: <laughs> no. It's- I appreciate I appreciate the callback. It is funny to imagine that he took a shower and then he got down on all fours and spread his butt in front of a fan to dry it off.
1: The the police arrived to find a man f- f- fanning his ass, and he says, "Everyone does this.
2: Everyone
1: does this. It's normal. It's healthy for your skin." All right. Uh, the only evidence that they were able to find was uh, footprints. Uh, in the kitchen uh, from the blood-soaked floor, which was a right foot, which wasn't wearing any shoes. And then they found more footprints in the flower beds outside, which both had sneakers on the feet. And around 4 a.m., Lincoln had left the crime scene to go to the home of Slattery to bear the news to her parents. Mm. No.
0: Envy that job.
1: Yeah, that's that's that blows donkey balls. So I do want to read directly from this article. This r- article was written by Randy Schultz. Uh, he works for the Coastal Star, and this article is one of my sources. But there's one section of this that I want to read like verbatim because it was it it, made, it reminded me of the Grinch from Dr. Seuss.
2: The movie with Jim Carrey.
1: Uh, n- well, I mean, you could c- compare it to that, surely.
0: Um, they make b- they make books into movies. Did
2: you
1: know they, do, they do do that, Jeremy. Oh,
2: I thought they made books from movies. <laughs> the movie didn't come out first.
0: <laughs> Generally, not how that happens. But I'm excited. Let's hear it. I yeah.
1: wanna wanna hear yeah. the, I trying the Mike, grinch I'm trying part. To f- I'm trying to find the, <laughs> the, the, Mike, the Mike section su- of the article. Hold on. Super focused
2: on this. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, do you got? Have you ever played disc golf? Do you know no. what that is?
0: I do know what it is but I've never played it.
2: Have you ever thrown a frisbee? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Not haven't. well,
0: but yeah. Found
2: I, it. I've never done it. I, I found just it. I just really envy people who can throw a frisbee. It's like one of my goals.
0: Yeah, I don't do it. I don't do it very well, but yes I have thrown one.
1: So, so uh, I'm going to read this in the style of the Grinch. <laughs> they interviewed neighbors. They interviewed Slattery's supposed boyfriends. They interviewed fathers who had been s- suspicious people following their daughters. They checked reports of creepy looking men on bicycles. They checked out towels and they checked out bloodstained pants. They checked out similar cases. They checked out a guy who had stolen a tire in Gulfstream. They questioned a Pope John Paul student who had scratches on his arms that had carved the initials TNO for trust no one. They checked out peepers. They checked out a carrier from the Palm Beach Post and evening times. They checked out a Parolee who was acting suspicious. They checked out blood trails. They checked out footprint impressions. They checked out Christopher Wilder, who in March of April 1984 killed eight women on a nationwide spree that began in South Florida.
2: Was that the Grinch?
1: It it, it eventually it it devolved.
2: (laughs) I don't think it ever evolved.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It never
2: evolved in the first. But imagine
1: if the Grinch was saying that.
2: Close your eyes.
1: It came without boxes. It came without bags.
2: <laughs> the, it's, so if that's a direct quote. He said, "Creepy guys on bicycles."
1: Yeah, they they checked out creepy guys on bicycles. Could you
2: imagine being the cop writing all this stuff down? And you're like, "God damn it, <laughs> this motherfucker right here!"
1: Hey Earl, that guy in that know bike. What the
2: parolee
0: was doing that was making him—he's
2: feeding the homeless. Doing, <laughs> suspicious.
0: <laughs> it's just like he's just you know down buying his fucking cup of coffee, and they're like, "What?" He doesn't drink coffee.
1: <laughs> In the end, they <laughs> were not—they were not able to get any physical connections like uh, fingerprints or DNA. He,
2: didn't he? What do they say on the internet nowadays? <laughs> didn't he grape her?
1: Yeah, he wasn't. She,
2: she was. She had been graped?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: They had no DNA. They from were that? not
1: able to acquire any of the DNA from Karen's body, hmm. and unfortunately, they could not close on any suspects, and the case went cold.
2: Much like the experience the rapist had. No. You said you wanted jokes, Mike.
1: A I'm getting them. Oh,
2: man.
0: I don't want a great is. You have to explain that to me.
2: Uh, it, So in America, <laughs> you can't say the word without the G, or else the episode is taken down.
1: It's also not true, and Jeremy doesn't know what he's talking about. She was <laughs>
2: raped. The rapist fucked her cold <laughs> What do you want from oh me? Oh my God, I don't want you to say God. that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Her cold. Oh she said he stabbed her so many times, he had to use the blood to make it wet. What do you want from me? I don't Jesus. Wa- you should have used the <laughs> fan first. You should
1: have used the fan. Oh my God, Jeremy, no. <laughs> anyway, May. We're now in May of 1984, same year. Two months later, 38 year old Georgiana Warden was hanging out with her bestie, Mary Lou Metzger watching a Barry Manilow concert on the TV. Georgiana was a single mom of two girls, Kara and Stephanie, 13 and 9. Georgiana was an instructor at the College of Boca Raton, which today is known as Lynn University. Her friends described her as a little spitfire, barely 5 feet tall, maybe 100 pounds, but she was kind and happy all of the time. And her husband, probably his name is Gary, ran off with uh, somebody 8 years prior to that. He's always Gary. He's a douchebag, but fuck Gary. On May twenty eighth, Georgiana and her girls had stayed up late to watch a a TV movie that ended around eleven p.m. Uh, Girls ended up going to bed in the same room, and uh, they they were usually scared to sleep alone, so they would usually either go to one of each other's rooms and 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 sleep in there. Uh, Their mom stayed up a little bit after getting them settled. But the next morning, the girls found that uh, their mother's room was locked, uh, which wasn't uncommon. Uh, it was locked like that. It's a single mom. She's yeah, got she's two watching, kids.
2: She's watching Lifetime movies starring Dean Kane. In
1: 1984.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. It's TV Superman. In
1: 1984?
2: All right. Kevin Sorbo. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Sean Connery came back as James Bond. Okay. I think the long way around what we're saying is she locked her door and she was jilling off. I think that's the term.
1: She was Jake gyllenhaal in it.
2: I like that better, actually, for some reason. All
1: right. Um, But they did have a tool that they they normally use when her mother locks the door, uh, so that way they can break in and bother her, probably. Um, But unfortunately, they did find her uh, lifeless body, naked, spread eagle, with her face covered with a towel.
2: It says spread eagle? Yes. In the article? Yes. It's v- pretty vivid.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: thought spread eagle is when they were spreading it themselves. Oh, I guess it's just legs spread out.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, legs spread legs out. I don't spread, know. I just yeah.
2: pictured the body and she was just had her fingers down there spreading it herself.
1: But she was not stabbed, Jeremy.
2: But she was raped. Yeah, she so was. Technically, she was stabbed. Oh Probably God! Repeatedly,
1: she she was beaten to death <laughs> with a hammer. She was she was oh, be- beaten oh, to death with a hammer in the in the head.
2: How big was this guy's dick?
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: I'm getting. As, this as, is
2: why you said it before we started. You're like Jeremy. I don't know if I could do this.
1: <laughs> uh, and here we are. And here we are. We never back down from a challenge.
0: He really doesn't like looking at their faces, though, does he? Like, the first one, it was yep. her shirt, now now a towel. Like, yep. That's...
1: So when he's doing the deed, Shamed. he's he's covering up the faces. Is,
2: is that, you think that's shame? You think he's regretting it while he's doing it?
1: I think that there's a part of him that knows that, uh, that he's mutilatedly murdered these women, and maybe it, it, it probably isn't going to get him where he needs to be, so he's covering up their faces. See,
2: I don't know. I don't know about that. I've, I've definitely pulled a girl's skirt up over her face. Um, At Disney World. Yeah. Famously. <laughs> <laughs> famously.
1: In
0: the queue for the Haunted Mansion. That's why he's not allowed to go there ever again.
2: I'm a universal uh, <laughs> uh, season pass holder now. <laughs> oh,
0: nice. <laughs> nice.
1: Um, the medical examiner stated that the cause of death uh, was a craniocerebral injury. Uh, she was hit very uh, a lot she just hit a lot, uh causing fractures to the left orbit, frontal area and the right temporal area. uh her neck was also broken from being choked so hard
2: that's what happens when that's your kink, yeah, you know what I mean some of these some of these girls like being choked and spit in their mouth. Oh you oh well Jeremy, I don't know maybe <laughs> she liked it. we weren't there
1: no, but she did get murdered well, yeah. <laughs> And she was, raped. she was raped after she was murdered. In
2: her dating profile, she said she's into hammer play.
1: We're never going to be able to do one of these again.
2: <laughs> All right, I want you to role play as a carpenter.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> uh, the Boca Police and the Delray Police Department immediately began working together considering the similarities in the cases. So two months later, somebody knew about the other one. Uh, they immediately got together, and then they started working on... Uh, what was happening, so that way they could catch this fucking guy. The evidence that was collected at Warden's house proved to be more fruitful than the Slattery case. Uh, they were able to recover a print on a paperback copy of a book titled Mistral's Daughter, and it would take about seven days to process that print.
2: Fingerprint had I'm a reading name.
0: some um, ladies romance novels.
1: <laughs> so ter-
0: I'm assuming that's what that book is, because judging by the title, it sounds like one of those... You know, it's like the, farm. Like store a dime store novel. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Is it a minstrel, just a, a little uh, wafy elf like guy who follows around a bard and plays a violin? Yes. Isn't that right?
1: Yeah, like in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So yeah, brave Sir Robin, brave Sir Robin.
2: So obviously, the minstrel's daughter is going to be a little fucked up, right? If that's what a dad does for a living. Maybe. I'd fl- I'd I should have suckin- done some
1: research on the minstrel's daughter, and the minstrel's daughter was a story of. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd be, I'd totally be into hammer play and sucking and fucking if I was the minstrel's daughter.
1: <clears throat> now, <laughs> we get. <laughs> now we get into a
2: separate. Yes. Yeah, so, would
0: you like me to give you the synopsis of the minstrel's daughter?
2: Yes, yes please, please do. Okay, so in
0: 1925, Jewish artist model. Maggie Lunel arrives in Paris and overcomes her shyness by posing nude for struggling artist Julian Mistral. She enrages the reigning artist model Queen Kiki by replacing her as Montmartre's newest sensation. So, that's written by Judith Krantz and it's described as not a blockbuster, but a bonk
2: buster. They bonked? Is that a sex thing? Wait, so she showed up and she was like, paint me nude. Or sculpt me nude in public. Yeah, something like that. She, she was, was the she French was girl. What a pig! So she was, when she
0: was Jewish. Oh, wait,
2: Jewish I'm Jewish moved I, to
0: France and decided she wanted to overcome her shyness, so she started taking her clothes off for artists.
1: So she's the French girl for when when Rose says, "Paint me like one of your French girls." It's it's this lady.
2: Oh. No, she was Jewish, Mike. Huh? She was Jewish. Who was Jewish? The pig.
1: The what? <laughs> what? Jeremy is Jewish, by the way, so he's...
0: <laughs> you you Jew, Jews don't eat bacon.
2: I was going to say, if uh, Mike, I'm Jewish, I can say it, right? You can say whatever you want. I can say whatever you want, right? They're not going to be offended, are they?
1: I don't hope not.
2: <laughs> oh, that dirty kike broad. Who's
1: they?
2: <laughs> who's they? Us or
0: who's they? Anyone or just the royal they? <laughs> the royal they. <laughs> They'll
2: get it, right? <laughs>
1: What's up, what's up, what's up? It's me, Future Michael, and I'm here to tell you about our band of the week. It's Morning Scars, but morning like in the sad way. Hmm, their song, Void of Time. Very nice. Welcome to our list of bands of the week, Morning Scars. We're brought to you by Dungeon Studios, makers of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons modules. Go to their website, DungeonStudios.co, and download a module today. You could get a module about a sunken tower and going through that whole thing. There's, uh, uh, some other ones. Shit, I should have had a list in front of me, but there's the great! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you should go there. You know what? No, I'm not going to tell you what they are. You can go to their website and find out. There's a whole bunch. And they got merchandise. Dungeon Studios. But they don't have any panties. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, so it's September. Uh, Probably going to be burying the treasure this month. Probably next week. That's exciting. And then there'll be clues to the treasure. Isn't that exciting? I'm literally going to hide them everywhere. I'm going to hide the clues all over the place. You'll just have to pay attention. They could be in the ads. They could be in the music. They could be at the end. They could be be anywhere in our social medias. They could be at our phone number. They could be at your mom's house. I I may have hidden a clue with your mom. You have no idea. (laughs) All right, so the Boca Raton Police Department was working on another case involving a man who was suspected of flashing female students at Florida Atlantic University. A sketch artist had gotten a description of the man from one of the women that he had flashed. Going through some of the (laughs) mugshots. Could you
2: imagine that's your day job?
1: (laughs) No, it was crooked. No, (laughs) it had it had a bend in it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you know there's moments Mike
0: I didn't, I didn't see his face but
2: <laughs> I can describe it in perfect detail officer
1: <laughs> It tasted really salty too <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God.
2: It looked like an (laughs) elephant trunk, but it tasted like pineapples. All right.
1: So with that sketch, they were able to uh, uh, go through some mugshots that they had, um, uh, which and they found one that matched the description of a man uh, who is a suspect in a burglary charge who failed to appear in court, which means that he had an open warrant. FAU, the university, it was not far from where the murder of Warden took place. Boca Raton Police Sergeant Kevin McCoy, another That's strong a great name.
2: name. <laughs> Kevin McCoy to the rescue.
1: He put out an arrest order of the suspect uh, and included his photo. So May 30th, so the second murder took place May 28th. May 30th, Officer Kathleen Petraco, Petraco? P- P.E.
2: Petraco.
1: Petraco, sure. Kathleen Petraco, who was the police chief's wife. How convenient. I don't know.
2: <laughs> ah, she married a cop. Spotted
1: the suspect as he, uh, as he was walking down Country Club Boulevard. Uh, he had on jeans, a gray shirt, and a painter's hat. She asked him for his name, and he gave her a fake military ID. And so she arrested his ass on the spot. And again, May thirtieth.
0: Painter's
1: hat. A painter's hat. Yes. What the
2: fuck. It's a painter's hat. A
1: huge style in the nineteen eighties.
2: It's all white. Okay. It's actually. It used to be a thing. Now it's like a. They got a Look long, you know, they got like a long brim, so it's like a awkward looking, goofy duckbill hat.
1: Okay. Oh yes, okay. He's oh. probably
2: the killer, just based off of that. Definitely a rapist.
1: So that man that 100%, they arrested, 100%. Uh, his name was Dwayne Eugene Owen, and he was born February thirteenth. Was Dwayne? Yep. <laughs> Dwayne Blaine. the Rock Owens. <laughs> <laughs> <Dwayne>?
3: <laughs> that,
0: look, I think it's offensive that people call their kids names like that, Dwayne. And I used to know a guy called Boyd.
2: Like, who would call their kid Boyd? Well, he
1: was born Come in on. 1961, so probably people from that time.
2: There's fancy names back then. They had like, uh, what was the characters fancy. we had back in the day? Ethel, <laughs> Ethel and
1: Ethel and uh, fucking oh. Uh, Ma- starts with an M was it anyway uh, (laughs) he and his brother Mitchell grew up in Gas City, Indiana which is a very small town near Fort Wayne Dwayne and Mitchell's house was the only house in the neighborhood that received regular shipments of alcohol from beer trucks like you know, those big trucks that deliver beer to like gas stations and grocery stores.
2: Yeah, they were saving money. They weren't trying to buy. They had a. They were getting it wholesale. Their
1: house was on their
2: route. Yeah, getting, that's the American dream. Getting kegs wholesale, baby.
1: They were hardcore alcoholics, and their 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 father Gene uh, would regularly beat them. Uh, their mother uh, would even make their friends that came over vodka and Sprite beverages. Um, and then when their mother passed, probably from alcoholism. Uh, their father immediately committed suicide. And oh,
2: Lord. <laughs> that Death by pain... 18 stabbings. <laughs> suicide.
1: And then he was raped.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, God. And then
1: they went to an orphanage in Michigan. And in 1979, uh, Owen left the orphanage once he had turned 18. So motherfucker was in there for a hot minute. Uh, he used He tried to use a fake name, Dana Brown, to enlist in the army, which I do not believe that he made it. Uh, and then he bounced around a when lot after use that a
0: girl's name,
1: Dana Carvey,
2: Dana, Dana White,
1: Dana Carvey from Wayne's World, famous comedian and actor. Foxy lady. There's a lot of Danas that are men's names.
2: I don't know why you're actually
0: a lot of d- the, there ain't any any male Danas in Australia. I can
1: tell you that right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's I mean, like a, I've actually heard Dana this. The They're girls. all
1: Sheila's. I've,
2: I've heard this with uh, yep. uh, in Ireland, if you because Patrice is a boy's name. In America. But if you go to. Uh, what? Yeah, Patrice is a boy's name over here. Michelle's a but boy's
1: name in France.
2: Michelle is? Yeah. Oh, it's just Michael, right? Pretty much. Miguel?
0: Yes, it's the. Miguel is the Spanish version, Michelle is the French version of Michael.
1: So he bounced around a lot after uh, after he left the orphanage, uh, usually to, uh, between jail, Colorado, Las Vegas, jail, Panama City. And then eventually in 1982, <laughs> he made it to Delray Beach to be closer to where his brother lived. And as soon as he got there, he decided that he was going to be a really big weirdo and he got arrested for indecent exposure. Um, He was arrested by Officer Mark Woods. Then, in July of 1982, he gets arrested again for two burglaries. December of 1982, he gets arrested again for sneaking into the ceiling above a women's bathroom so he could watch the girls. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Woods... That officer, he tried to convince Owen to go to counseling for deviance because Owen would he would steal photos of ladies, he would steal their underwear, and Woods knew that this was psychologically really bad behavior that can escalate into something really scary over time. So he really tried to help out he, Owen. He, sounds, he sounds
0: like a smart. He sounds like a smart guy. Like sounds like a smart cop.
2: Hmm. I agree. I mean, he was just trying there, to see there how wasn't it all a, There wasn't
0: a joke it wasn't a joke there. I was actually being serious. <laughs> I,
1: I could tell, Christy. I could tell.
2: <laughs> I mean, who knows why uh, a man would want to be in a ceiling and watch a girl pee. I just think we're throwing around judgment pretty harshly and pretty quick. You know what I mean? For
1: voyeurism.
2: He's just, I mean, maybe he wants to know how it works.
1: Sneaking into the, he's, he's a full grown man. <laughs>
2: Maybe he was look- checking <laughs> for mold.
1: He was sneaking into the ceiling of a women's bathroom.
2: I mean, indecent exposure. What he peed on the highway? Uh,
1: that that could have been anything. Yeah, the inde- the indecent exposure charge uh, definitely could have been anything. But that was the beginning of what would become the laundry list of uh, deviant activities.
2: I'm just. I think at this point, it's you know innocent until proven guilty. Which he was proven Aww. guilty, actually, quite a few times.
1: So Owen leaves. Yeah. <laughs> so he leaves Delray and goes back to Michigan, and then he gets arrested for substance abuse in Mason. Uh, while he's in jail, he goes through a full drug treatment program. And November 17th of 1983, he gets a valuation back, which read, Client seems well on his way to stable employment progress good at this time as client followed up on positive plans for employment and strive for independence and he then keeps, they, he keeps applying to
2: be a janitor <laughs> i think he's pretty stable for employment right now it's like man that guy takes a long time to clean the women's bathroom oh you know what when i my first job i worked at a grocery store and i had to clean the bathrooms and i'm just putting this out there mike oh, wow. that woman's bathroom this is dicey. There's some strange things going on there. They got these little containers on the wall with wax, waxy bags in them. Couches and flowers.
1: Black candles.
2: They just stuff those bags full and leave them right there.
1: Bags of rice?
2: There's you know what too? You know what? This is actually the most interesting thing I found when I had to clean both genders bathrooms is the ungodly mm-hmm. amount of pubes that I found in a female bathroom. <laughs> 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 they were fucking all over the fucking
3: place. <laughs>
0: You still have them all collected in a little bag. <laughs> you? Yeah, he, he does. smells them sometimes.
2: It was it was my retirement plan.
1: All right, so now we're going to go back to June of 1984. They have uh, they have him in custody. Uh, so Owen undergoes four interrogation sessions in which he immediately confesses to a bunch of burglaries and batteries. And of the batteries that he confesses to during this interrogation, one of them took place in november 1st of 1982 owen says that he broke into a room at peter pan motel in boca he hit a woman in the head so hard that a piece of her skull was touching her brain he raped her and then he called the police so that way they could come and save her life uh she lived i'm i think (laughs) uh february 9th 1984 say this is this we're in the current year He broke into an apartment of a different Pope John Paul II high school student, and he beat her almost to death with a wrench and then left her naked. And then Owen called this practice that he was doing going out on maneuvers. And he described what that process looked like as he was stalking these girls before he did these things. It's like like sports. (laughs) So he's like, you showed a weird military ID. Uh, to my officer here, uh, what other weird shit have you done? Well, I did beat a woman almost to death with a wrench and raped her, and then... What?
2: <laughs> hey, you got a the minute? The exact MO of the killer they're looking for. <laughs> right? You got a minute? Sit down. I'm gonna tell you a story. Exactly.
1: <laughs> he just starts going off on these weird... These, uh, he's he's admitting to all this weird shit. And,
2: and you know what? The craziest part is the kid's... Th- Stayed asleep in the rooms upstairs. (laughs) It was loud as hell. (laughs) You you, you got me. I have done some
1: weird shit. Here's what I'm willing to tell you.
2: Slippery bitch.
1: (laughs) So, exactly like you guys said, this matches a lot of the shit that they're looking for for this murderer. Even after all these confessions, he would not confess to murdering these two people. Uh, So then they hit him with the fingerprint evidence that they got from Warden's murder, the, the hammer murder. And he's like, Fuck! I did it.
2: <laughs> my, oh my god! My, my, my got pictures. immediately.
1: So as soon as they're like, "Did you murder this lady?" No, I did not. Well, we got a fingerprint. Fuck! It was me. <laughs> I did
2: it. When you say, when you said, when you said uh, they hit him with the fingerprint evidence, I imagine them rolling up his fingerprints on paper and smacking him in the face like it's a newspaper. <laughs> it's, oh, it was me.
1: <laughs> um, so for the slattery murder, they really didn't have a lot of physical evidence to like throw at him for, uh, uh for that case specifically. Um, Owen decides that he's going to make a phone call. He calls that Woods guy, Mark Woods, that officer that tried to, uh, get him help couple years ago. Uh Woods said Owen was fishing to see what kind of evidence that they had for the Slattery case. Woods said that Owen thought he was smarter than the cops, even though he's like <laughs> oh, <God>. oh, yeah. <laughs> fingerprint. Fuck. God damn it.
2: <laughs> Wait, you could do that? That's real life. And
1: then he started making up these weird fucking lame ass rhymes to the cops. He's like, Roses are red, you pigs are blue. Count up my victims, there'll be quite a few.
2: Wait, Mike, Mike. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You gonna make me
1: do it again? <laughs> Roses <Rizzles> are red, you <laughs> <U-pigs> are blue. <laughs> Count up my victims, there will be quite a few. <laughs> oh! Okay. That was lame.
2: <laughs> you said he dropped some lame-ass rhymes. It
1: was? Okay, that's on MC par. MC
2: murder pants.
1: Uh, Lincoln, who was the, <laughs> Lincoln, who was the cop from the Slattery case, uh, he was saying that they only needed just like the tiniest little thing to get uh, Owen to confess because he was a huge fucking pushover. They've already proved that. They, they mildly <laughs> interrogated him. He says, I beat up these two people. I didn't murder those people. We'll have fingerprints. I murdered her. Uh, so they, he, so Lincoln knows they just, they just need to throw anything at this dude. <laughs> they
2: just buy a wrench from Home Depot and dip it in red paint, slap yep. it on the table. <laughs> like, we found this. It was me.
1: So Woods is questioning Owen, and Owen was like, is that all you got? And then Lincoln steps in and asks about him biking to Slattery's house and describing the situation and then the fact that they found push. Uh, footprints outside, and then, and then, no one was like, "Okay, fine, I did that one too."
3: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> all it took was footprints.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? You guys are pretty good. <laughs> I didn't expect this type of competition, but I'm still smarter than you, pigs. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I'm, uh, uh, you're not gonna outsmart me.
2: I've, actually, I I wanted you to find the footprints. <laughs> this is all part of my master plan.
1: You know, we we found footprints. Damn it, I
2: have feet. Fuck. I didn't think about that. (laughs) Forgot I had feet and hands and prints on things. I knew I should have been a Boy Scout. Fuck. Damn it, (laughs) Dwayne. Damn it, Dwayne. Damn it, (laughs) Dwayne. Get your shit together. (laughs) you don't have to stab him 18 times every time, Dwayne.
1: Uh, So, so not only is he like, fine, I did it. He starts describing everything that happened. He starts going to excruciating detail. <laughs>
2: well, it was a stormy night. The wind was blowing 13 miles an hour to the north. So he says, so he says that he
1: <laughs> entered the house once beforehand, casing the place. And he wanted to wait until the children went to sleep. Uh, the house was on a cul-de-sac. The houses, uh, these houses were on Harbor drive. They offered a lot of bushes for cover and when he left unnoticed the first time, he went to a bar on A1A called The Gipper. He had some beer, he smoked some pot, and then he came back later after 10, and then he did that terrible shit and then bailed. There's a very big point. So when he, when he was first starting these... Interrogations when they first had him in there, and they d- sat there with him for like four hours before he started saying all this shit. And then they started hitting him with everything, and then he started confessing. And every
2: time you say that, I just picture them slapping with different objects in the room.
1: So, so the, the
2: folder, and <laughs> they just every once in a while walk in and hit him with something and then walk back the out. The
1: cop's sitting across from the table, he's made one of those paper footballs, and he's just,
2: <laughs> just flicked, flicking, it flicking at, it at his forehead. head. <laughs> Just
0: they him just right. walk in and tase him and walk out.
2: Just poking him right in the forehead with the, the eraser end of a number two pencil. So it's, it's they it's, are it's, American <laughs> cops.
3: So oh, wow. it's
1: it's important to know at the beginning of this interrogation process when they were like, "We want you to, I want you to talk about this stuff with us," you know. We want to hear buddy. more about this murder. I
2: understand sometimes you gotta rape a lady. They're like, <laughs> talk they're like to me about it. They're like,
1: <laughs> you murdered, you murdered these women. Tell us about it. And he's like, I'd rather not talk about it.
2: Actually, that was a really traumatic part of my past, and I'd rather not bring him up. My therapist says that I'm on the right track. I'm stable for employment.
1: Now here is where, <laughs> here is where the story gets weird, guys.
2: Oh, it's not, it's not weird yet.
1: It's not weird yet. Uh, We're at July 1st, 1984. Owen is indicted for the murder of Georgiana Warden for one count of first-degree murder, sexual battery with a deadly weapon, and unlawful entry of a dwelling with an armed and dangerous weapon. Owen's defense attorney was Craig, uh, Craig Boudreaux, and he claimed that Owen's confession was merely a ploy to seek attention and notoriety. Owen tried to get a different attorney because Bordeaux shared a townhome with a prosecutor. Uh, July 11th, 10 days later, he's indicted for the same charges in association with the Slattery death. Michael Salnick was Owen's defense attorney for that trial, and he said there was a confession, there was physical evidence, so we argued reasonable doubt.
2: (laughs) If the glove don't fit,
3: you must acquit.
2: Uh, I bet that's what Slattery was thinking. While well, it was all happening, that he would oh. quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike asked for this. Don't I, judge me, ladies. Nope. I'm very kind. Uh, there's, <laughs> di- there's, <laughs> di- you can make nice different
1: guy. jokes, Jeremy.
2: <laughs> so I'm married. I'm, I'm a lovely guy. I give to my community. Mike asked me for this.
3: Uh, uh, you're
1: really focusing on the 14 year old girl, though.
2: <laughs> it's that. It's how the case started. I want to know who killed that girl. Wh- Warden was 38. I still focus think it was on her, her kids. It, we're, we're talking about Dwayne. I think it was the kids.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Okay, October 18th, 1985. We are into the next year now. He receives a guilty verdict for the Warden case. November 17th, I'm sorry, November 7th, 1985. The jury recommends death 11-1 vote to give, to give him the death penalty. February 18th, another guilty verdict for the Slattery case. March 5th, 1986. Jury recommends Another death penalty 10 to 2. So the motherfucker's sitting on two death penalties for these two murders. I thought it was funny that he has two death sentences because that just makes me think... I thought this whole
2: thing's hilarious.
1: The, that made me think that they would murder him, resuscitate him, and then murder him again.
0: <laughs> it, 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 always, it always surprises me when I see cases of people that are, are being put to death because Australia's never had the death penalty. So um, when they're like, yeah, he's got you know, three consecutive death, um, death sentences, I'm just like, so how are you guys actually going to... Carry through with those those charges. Like you're gonna, you know, electrocute him a little bit first, stop his heart, and then bring him back, and then give him a lethal injection, and.
1: And then give him the antidote.
2: You just, yeah, you picture him. You picture him. He goes up with a defibrillator, shocks him, and then he's just smacking him back awake while he's on top of the body like, wake up, wake up, you bastard. We gotta do this two more times. Come back to the, don't go to the light. And they're just smacking him and people are praying and he comes back. And then they shock him again. um
1: March fourteenth. It really judge- all
2: comes down to paperwork, though. You yeah. know, it's like, okay, if you manage to get a life sentence on one, we still have two
0: others. We're gonna kill you over.
2: Right. It's it in this country, it's definitely like a numbers game. It's like, well, he's yeah. One place go. No, we actually disagree with that death penalty. Well, we got two more on the books, so mm-hmm. two yep. out of three. So
3: screw you. We're gonna kill him anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. March 14th, the judge announces that he is going to abide by the two death sentences and then also gives him a life sentence for the sexual battery and burglary convictions. So after they kill him, they're going to throw him into jail for life.
2: (laughs) It's just a cell with a body in it.
1: (laughs) March 24th. Uh, What
2: they should do is they should put him in the cell and put him in a skirt and pull that skirt over his face and let Mm. him sit in prison. <laughs> spread Eagle. Spreading in the bathroom. Give everyone hammers. <laughs> well, he's Jake Jilling off.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. All right. So March twenty fourth, ten days later, Owen's attorneys file for an appeal for Slatter- the Slattery what? murder, and then again April seventh, an- another appeal for the warden murder. The appeal process takes a couple of years to go through, uh, which makes uh makes its way to the Florida Supreme Court they overturned the conviction and the death sentences. They stated that Owen's right to remain silent was violated when during the interrogation he'd said, I'd rather not talk about it. Wow. Yeah. So because of that, everything gets overturned. Okay. So we are 1991. Ooh. The body of Slattery was exhumed with permission from her family because prosecutors wanted to compare some markings on the bones and the cartilage with a knife believed to be the murder weapon. So they <laughs> this prompts a retrial. So we get a retrial. The retrial takes place and January 29th, 1999, he was given another oh. guilty verdict for the murders. March 4th, 1999, jury again recommends the death penalty at a vote of 10 to 2. Palm Beach County Circuit Judge Harold Cohen sentences Owen to death, calling him a wicked person who now deserves to die. May 7th, 1999, Owen's attorneys file appeals again. March 23rd, 2003, the Supreme Court upholds the convictions and the death sentence. So we're at 2003 now from a murder that took place in... 30
2: years, almost 30
1: 1984. Yeah. 19 years later. Jeremy, it gets worse. And Christy and Sarah, it gets worse. Oh. He would spend <laughs> Strap years. In, he would spend years, <laughs> years in prison arguing insanity.
2: Okay. All right. Was he, I think was he, he dropping needs to la- argue? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think,
0: no, I just I don't think he needs to argue insanity. I think it's pretty fucking obvious.
2: I thought he was dropping lame ass rhymes like "holy calamity." I claim insanity. So he would spend he would spend the years saying that
1: he he broke into those houses to find pills for transitioning into a woman. Uh, he was 24 when he was arrested for being a weirdo with a fake military ID, and he would be 62 by the time he Mike, finally
2: called trans people weirdos. Gets
1: murked. I didn't call it trans. He's not trans.
2: You said he had a weirdo ID.
1: I said he, had she a, did. he. she did. He, he was being she, a weirdo.
2: She raped that woman. No, he,
1: he was a weirdo with a fake military ID. That was my note. And he would be 62 when he finally gets murked. He, he murdered these people when he was 24. Oh, God. Ron DeSantis appointed a commission of experts to evaluate Owen in his competency when his lawyer argued he lacks rational understanding of the connection between his crime and impending execution due to his fixed psychotic delusions and dementia. Psychiatrists... <laughs> you, can't,
2: you can't kill this guy. He's unaware what he'll do or what he'll do next. <laughs> it's not fair.
1: So, so DeSantis signs over. He's like, okay, get him a psyche uh before, before we fucking murder this guy. Uh, psychiatrists had concluded that Owen has the mental capacity to understand the nature of the death penalty and the reasons why it was to be imposed upon him. Ron DeSantis signed the death warrant only for the Warden case, not the Slattery case. So he, he only signed one of them. I thought that was a dick move. I would have signed both of those fucking things.
2: Yeah, shut it down. Mm-hmm.
1: He left a final statement with authorities at 7.45 a.m. June 15th, 2023. Two Holy fucking shit. months ago.
2: Jeez.
1: This statement said, I have transcended space and time. I have seen the visions of the crow. A weird Game of Thrones fan, I
2: guess. He loves uh, Brandon Lee. <coughs> She's a huge brand of like, <laughs> my,
1: my energy and particles will transform ad infinitum. I will live on. I am Tula, 13.
2: I learned three Latin words <laughs> in prison. <laughs>
1: For his last meal, he requested a bacon cheeseburger with no bun. Fucking weirdo.
3: I need a lettuce wrap. <laughs> I'm watching
2: my gluten intake. Yeah.
1: In addition to onion rings, strawberries, cherry ice cream.
3: Worst fucking Mike,
2: ice cream. Mike, Mike, Mike he, grabs, he grabs his lettuce wrap, takes a bite, looks at the cop and goes, gluten's the real killer, am I right? Carbs.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, and then He's
0: he had... on the keto diet, Mike. The keto diet.
1: Uh, And then he had a vanilla milkshake and a coffee. Uh, When asked if he had any last words, he said no, which I thought were very lame last words.
0: Definitely. But he had a lame last meal, too. So this dude's just lame.
1: He's just the worst human being. Uh, He was executed via lethal injection in Florida State Prison at (gasps) 6.14 p.m. Family members of the victims. Are
2: you saying that Florida decided that we should finally get rid of this guy? Is that what you're saying? We did it. It took a long time, but.
1: It was 40-something years, Jeremy.
2: We did it, guys. We did it.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> He's dead, everybody. <laughs> you wear your skirts however you want to.
1: Two months ago, we oh. killed this Two months ago, we fucking murked this guy. Uh, there, The family members of the victims were present, although the prison would not uh, say who they were, would not share that information. So Dwayne the Rock Owen is dead now, <laughs> and the world is a better place for it. <laughs>
2: Dwayne the Rock Owen.
1: <laughs> and this and this do it. this episode's Bush Did of the Week goes to it? Susan Sarandon.
0: Oh, what's she got to
2: do with it? Got to do? Got to do with it.
1: Uh, Susan Sarandon probably has a great bush, which makes her the Bush of the what Week. What do you
2: mean probably does? We have internet. Mike. Susan we Sarandon, haven't... Bush. Go. I'm not doing it. Um, I bet Judy Garland was rocking a pretty good bush.
1: You guys have Mike. uh, What's your bush? You you guys famously have the bush of the week, and I've never been able to figure out what it means.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so one of Celeste's friends used to say, um, instead of saying someone was really cool or awesome, he would say that person has a huge bush, meaning they were like really cool and really tough. So it's we just we stole it from him.
1: Oh, okay. I'm still. So, like still the is. hero
0: in the story will
3: will be the bush of the week. Yeah.
1: Well, that's her boobs, Jeremy. It's not well, doesn't contain her boobs. She never bush. showed her bush. <laughs> well, J- Jeremy's just showing me photos of Susan Sarandon's boobs. She's
2: got those cool banana <laughs> banana titties.
1: They're not bad boobs.
2: No, she's got every boob is a good boob. <laughs> she's got two I of them. I agree.
1: So thank you. Thank you both for, for joining us today. We really appreciate
2: it. The boobs? I just pulled them up. Yep. Thank you, boobs.
3: <laughs>
1: and thank you, Jeremy.
2: What's your favorite Bush in Hollywood that you've seen? Are you looking at me? Yeah.
1: My favorite I'm Bush? I'm staring in right Hollywood? into
2: your eyes. <laughs> yes. I don't
1: know. Halle Berry.
2: Well, that's a coarse Bush. You asked, I answered. I don't know what to tell you. I was thinking Jennifer Connolly.
1: That is a good Bush.
2: She was in everything.
1: You're obsessed with that woman.
2: Gorgeous. Yeah, Jennifer Connelly is gorgeous. Great. Oh my god. Yeah, I'd be we, lesbian for her.
1: We are a jizzy pod. M mm-hmm. J S Y P O D on all the things. Find us on the internet. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Check out
2: Susan Sarandon's tits. You
1: just have to Google it. And unethical podcast.
0: <laughs> Thanks for having us, guys.
1: Not a problem. We we had, we had a great time. Now, can you tell us where uh, and everybody else where they can find your show and uh, all about it and stuff.
0: All about. You and stuff.
1: Yeah, about your show.
0: <laughs> um, we are on Apple. Where else are we, Sarah? I don't know. We have a Patreon that you can join. Join uh, it. For unethic- Unethical. And we also have our lovely brother podcast, Private Dicks, which I think you guys have had a little bit of a go at stealing as well.
2: Yes. We're very familiar um, with Private Dicks. Did the best job.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: On Spotify, yeah, yeah, so we have a Facebook group,
2: mm-hmm. The Unethical. On Facebook. Subscribe. Smush that. Yes. Is that what we say now? Smush All the those s- things. S-
1: five stars everywhere. They're free. Yes. Yelp. Yelp review us. Them.
0: Don't,
2: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. Does Yelp do podcast reviews? I don't know. Maybe they should open up a brand new market. Maybe they should look to the future. Not everyone cares what the taco tastes like.
1: Jeremy's not an evil person, guys.
2: Mike made me do it. No.
1: I didn't make you... No, we we don't
2: think he's evil.
1: I didn't make you say any of the things you said, Jeremy. You wrote it all down. Um, You did
0: say it was all scripted. Oh, God. These types of stories just have a habit of bringing it out in people, so don't worry. We, We understand.
2: It's a dark... Grim graveyard humor. I have some editing to do. (laughs) (laughs) I say you do it as is.
1: Where he lubricated her body by fucking her with her own blood.
2: I think that's the funniest part of the whole podcast. The 14-year-old girl. You hear how much they're laughing? I think it's great.
1: Those people were mourning two months ago, Jeremy. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we
2: killed him, Mike. We fucking killed him. We did kill him. (laughs) Woo. Anyway. Oh, please leave that Go in. Go, Florida. Uh,
1: I, don't, I don't know. Is that, we have a phone number. Call well, or text it.
2: It's uh, It starts with a nine.
1: Yes, and then a zero, <laughs> and then a three.
2: It sure does.
1: You've said it so many times, Jeremy.
2: 903-287-0660. Send Mike feet pics. No. Uh, <laughs> coffee table books. That's... Send your recommendations. Okay, yeah, do that. That's great. Send us coffee book recommendations. And if you're a lady who is a perfect woman, you're out there doing the best you can and you're, you're you know you're lovely and you're kind and you're sweet and every once in a while you want a guy to pee in your mouth, tell Mike that it's okay. Reach out to Mike and let him know that some people like some things and it's not a deal breaker for me it is i don't think it is don't approach
1: me you weirdo i think if she's a great
2: stepmom and she gave you warm cuddles at night
1: don't pee on people
2: and like you said you wanted the most out of this world is a a blowjob in the morning
1: i would love that would be great wouldn't
2: (laughs) pee on a woman if she wanted it
1: if she did i would say get out of my house
2: i think that's (laughs) i think that's harsh and judgmental i I don't that there's some very nice ladies out there that like certain things
1: and they can find a, a degenerate man who wants to do that.
2: Degenerate, to, to strong word. Not going to be
0: able to. They're not going to be able to if Florida keeps killing them all.
1: Uh, death penalty.
2: Cheers. Cheers. Cheers! Cheers to the death penalty! Cheers! Cheers! Suck a dick in hell, Dwayne.
1: All right, Jeremy. Is there anything else?
2: Dwayne I think I think we're good. Right. I'm very happy all with right. everything. I love you. I love you too, buddy. All
3: right. All All you guys are cute. (laughs) Adorable.
0: The best bromance.
2: Peace.
1: A little morbid for my tastes overall, but we made it through. And I think we somehow made it horny. I don't like that we did.
2: I did the best I
1: could. But we did it. You guys did a great job. You can have it back now. Yeah,
2: I feel a little dirty. Jeremy, now
1: I know why they wanted to let us do it so bad, because it would be
2: painful. Who knew Dwayne the Rock (laughs) Owens was such a bad guy?
1: I did the whole time. I read it to you.
2: Do you need a hug? I need a hug. Come here.
1: Everybody hug me. Group hug me.
0: Group hug. Oh. Oh. oh that's so nice.
1: I have a boner now. Uh,
2: Mike, get it off oh, of me. No. Oh no. Backing Jesus. away from oh. this group hug slowly. Oh. It's okay. It curves to the right. <sighs> it actually curves up a little bit. So does mine, yeah. actually, like right at the end. It gets it gets, you know Are they
3: it... holding hands? Are you
1: holding dick hands?
2: No well I mean Well, technically between the two of us it would be a one way dock situation. <laughs>
1: I think Wait, so like we just like <laughs> poke our heads together?
2: Yeah, but no, but I might, but I, no, but I would dock to the station because.
1: Oh, you're, you're, yeah. so my penis would open up to accept your penis. No,
2: mine would envelop.
0: Oh, okay, I think it's time we <laughs> left now. <down. laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to take this Please back
1: Jesus. now. Yeah,
2: you should. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's a little. That we showed up and did this. Yeah. I feel shame. Yeah. <sighs> You went so dark, <laughs> way more than I thought you were going to go. You asked me to. No, you I didn't make jokes. That was hilarious. Oh, I loved it. Smartphone. That was great. I don't normally I call them. ladies bitches. I did it for the podcast.
0: You <laughs> are mean, so cute. I, oh my God. I, I call <laughs> everyone bitches all the time.
1: I don't, I don't do that normally, but what I did do was I set it on a radio show <laughs> so that way people can hear it for all of time. <laughs> it hurt my soul. Yes, it hurt. For the
3: moment, you were definitely, for
0: sure. You were definitely channeling Richard right then. That was absolutely <laughs> something that would come out of Richard's mouth. You, you have a, um, a, a very non-sexual... Lesbian way Mike you have the most sexiest
1: voice Oh thank you Oh,
2: Mike you hear that
1: I have a sexy voice
2: He's got a half a chub right now (laughs) You know he just went through a divorce
1: Yeah (laughs) Turn the music off Jeremy